0: And Welcome to episode 88 of Bee Boomer Unleashed, a look at healthy food choices. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for today's episode and all the episodes of Bee Boomer Unleashed. Before we get into today's episode, let me remind you, as I always do, where you can find our podcast. You can always find us at beeboomerunleashed.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at B. Unleashed, on iHeartRadio at B.BoomerUnleashed. You can find our link on Facebook, Spotify, and Instagram at BBoomerUnleashed, on Twitter at BBoomerUnleash1. And as always, we encourage you to drop us an email at BBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's BBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. Drop us your suggestions, your comments, your criticisms, suggestions for future episodes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Bee Boomer Unleashed podcast, tell us what you'd like to talk about. And we'll try our very best to get you on the show. Well, today's episode, A Look at Healthy Food Choices, is a follow-up to last week's episode when we talked about some unhealthy food choices that we should avoid if we're going to be on a hard healthy diet. This week we talk with special guest Cheryl Rittinger, who is a dietitian and a certified cardiovascular and diabetes educator at St. Mary's Medical Center in Huntington, West Virginia. Cheryl gives us some suggestions for healthier eating choices, and she also identifies a few food items that we should avoid altogether. So without further ado, let's go to that recorded interview with Cheryl Rittinger now. Well, we have a special guest with us today, uh, Cheryl Rittinger. And uh, she's a dietitian here at St. Mary's Medical Center. And um, I've worked with Cheryl since I've had my heart failure. And she's been a big help to me. Um, She's a dietitian that you can trust because she is trim and fit and I think she practiced what she preaches. I had a diabetic counselor one time many years ago who was about Cheryl's height but weighed about 225 and you really don't know whether to listen to a person like that or not. But Cheryl is, uh, has uh, done a good job here counseling me and as I promised, we're going to talk a little bit about healthy choices today. So Cheryl, welcome to Be Boomer Unleashed.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Well, it's good to have you here with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Cheryl. How did you end up at St. Mary's? And tell us about your pathway here. Okay.
1: Well, um, I started at Marshall University, went to school. Um, After school and internship, I became a dietitian and I went to Mingo County in Williamson. And I was going there for a year of experience. And 11 years later, um, we moved back this way when my husband got transferred and moved to um, Putnam County area and then I worked in long-term care part-time for a little while because that was convenient for my child and then um, this job came opened and it was something I had done in Williamson. We had worked in a diabetic clinic in Williamson and that was just kind of a passion that I had always had. Couldn't really see a difference on an outpatient basis so I ended up on for the job and got here and then over the years I've been become as which the change that they changed it but it used to be certified diabetes educator and um, here I am working in diabetes and cardiac rehab on Fridays
0: most of your clients uh, do you see most of them for diabetes or heart
1: disease heart disease and weight loss are the most the biggest focus
0: well, you know, as, as you know, I've lost nearly 40 pounds, but I do not recommend bypass surgery as a weight loss program.
1: It's a bad choice,
0: yeah. It's There's a bad easier choice. choices. And probably what got me here along the way, Cheryl, was um, a lot of bad choices. And um, I um, uh, admit I'm a foodaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a big lifestyle change for me. Last week we talked about some really unhealthy choices you can make at fast food restaurants, mm-hmm. and where they really get you a lot of time is the fat, the cholesterol, the sugar, uh, and the sodium, mm-hmm. which which is just crazy. Right. So what I wanted to talk to you about a little bit today was, let's say we've got a person who is not to my stage, mm-hmm. who's not ready to have heart failure, who didn't have four bypasses. Sure. Uh, what are some healthy choices, healthy lifestyle choices we could make to maybe prevent coming to you under these sure. circumstances? Sure.
1: Well, the big thing that we have lost our way on is portion sizes. Right. I mean, we have these large, even a small Portion, you know, whenever I talk to females and I say, you know, if you're going through a fast food restaurant, get a kid's meal. It's the perfect size, but yet we're feeding our young kids that. So, you know, portion sizes have gotten completely out of control. But when you go through drive-thrus, you know, it's going to be fried, a lot of fried foods. Um, You know, McDonald's has the best French fries in the whole wide world. Right. So, you know, you you, you have to consciously make better choices. You're looking for things that are grilled. You're looking for those salads. You know, Wendy's has a good chili. You know, Subway, you can do the whole grain breads, things like that. But portion control is king.
0: Oh, I know it's crazy. I know when I was growing up, and I'm quite a bit older than you, I'm one of those pesky baby boomers. Yeah, well. And um, so when I grew up, the very few times that we got to go to a restaurant, we just didn't do it. Right. We just didn't go out to eat. We ate at home. But you'd go to a restaurant. It was served on a rather small dinner plate. You had one um, small serving and then the waitress came by at the end of the meal and said what would you like for dessert and people actually had room for it well now who who eats right. dessert you just right. can't do it right right and uh, you know there was no such thing as a take-home box back then of course so portion size portion control so let's say a person is addicted to Whoppers or Big Macs or whatever Uh, And, of course, you can't live on that five days a week. You know, it would be just a heart attack waiting for a place to happen. But if they were addicted to food like that and really wanted, what would you recommend? Cutting it in half?
1: Redu- yeah, definitely cutting. You know, there, I know that there's a junior version of that. You know, right. I, I always encourage people too to look at the nutritional information because you know there's things like my Fitness Pal, um, Lose It, all these apps that you can do on your phone, or go online and l- look at what you're what you're eating because you know even like the um, I think it's the Impossible Burger. Oh yeah. You know, it's a plant-based burger. The point of that was for people that didn't want animals product. Right. It's not a healthier option. No it's but not. But you think because it's plant based that it is. So I strongly encourage you to go and look you know there's a salad at one of the um, sit down restaurants locally um, it's a quesadilla kind of salad and um, you know when you look at it it's 1500 calories and you're right. thinking oh it's a salad but you know when you, when you get that and it's gigantic and it's got all this crispy and quesadillas and all this stuff on it you know so you have to really kind of make yourself aware before you go eat out what am I going to pick you know
0: and uh, you know you talk about salads and the salad dressings kill mm-hmm. you too don't right. they're laced yeah. with yeah, sodium and are. fat it's,
1: a lot of times it's what we add to our foods that do make the problem um, you know those little sauces that that a lot of them give you the barbecue sauce and things right. like that. A lot of times they're 15 grams of carbon, 45 calories, right. you know, in one little thing and I can eat one per chicken nugget, you know, so, oh, yeah. you know, so you you have to really kind of be aware, not only are you eating this deep fried food, but then you're adding these sauces to it and, and it can get really out of hand in a second.
0: Well, as I was looking at the unhealthy food list in last week's episode, a couple of salads <laughs> popped up on that list, like you say, I mean. Our mindset is, oh, salad—it's got to be good for you. But then it's got all this sugar and fat and and sodium and everything in it. And sometimes you're uh, pushing a thousand calories just on just on a salad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of what I what I've read um, on uh, from the FDA, and uh, they have a site uh, that's got nutritional information Mm -hmm. on it for a guy. My age, they're talking about a two thousand calorie yeah. diet. Is that pretty right. well standard? Yeah, I
1: said most women just if you're generically gonna look, you know, fourteen to fifteen hundred calories for women, guys eighteen to two thousand calories. Now you also have to think about it. if I sit all day long, I may not need two thousand right, calories. Right, So you know that's that's definitely um, a good way to gauge. Though I always tell people, hey, write down what you're eating because you may be eating thirty five hundred calories. If you go to three thousand, you're still gonna lose weight. You're still gonna. You you know, right. because, and I know weight is not the focus of everything because we do want to feel good and, and everybody's not going to fit into that mold that, that we have laid out this year, this, high, this height, you should be this weight. That's really not the goal. It's just to, to be healthy overall. Right. So, you know, but when you look a lot of times, you can see, a lot of times we're eating out of boredom. A lot of times we're just eating because it's there. A lot of times you don't want to waste it. And those types of things have to come into your mind whenever you're thinking, okay, i got to make some better choices. Um, what am I eating?
0: Right. I know I was a school principal before I retired and, mm-hmm. and uh, personnel director at Cabell County. And as I look at children, and I was, uh, I was a high school principal and I was a middle school principal, never was an elementary principal, but... Uh, we've got a lot of chubby little kids today, too, you? and, you know, they it's just... It's a health
1: crisis waiting to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and um, I've never seen so many um, diabetics among children. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, we hired nurses and LPNs in Cabell County mm-hmm. just to manage diabetes mm-hmm. in these schools, right. so right. it's a problem, but the stuff that we feed our kids, uh, you know, um you talked about ordering a kid's meal, mm-hmm. and um, that, that's, great, that's a great option. But like I say, that's what we're feeding our kids, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So it is um, um, it is a crisis, um, and really, I, you know, I don't know what we do about it. Now I know Rhonda McCoy, our uh, director of food services in Cabell County, and Cabell County has really clamped down on a lot of things like mm-hmm. sodium and Right. fats and 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 kids are eating healthier but it really doesn't do us much good to feed them healthy at school if they're going through the drive through on the way home
1: yeah and we've just got we've gotten so busy that we have we don't cook at home you know right. we, we go through those drive throughs and those types of things and you know and I there I can we probably do ourselves once sure. a week maybe right. um, but I, planning is key You know, there are lots of things out there that you can eat that don't take a lot of time. I mean, yesterday we were kind of crushed for a time, so, you know, chicken breast and some vegetables and a salad was what was made, and we had that done in about 20 minutes. Um, But it took planning. I had to have that stuff at my house. The easy thing would have been to go to Giovanni's and get a pizza. Yeah, (laughs) You know, so, um, and, and not to say that that's not something you can do on occasion, but really when you're eating out, it should be more of a, occasional thing not a daily
0: right you know we have uh, i know people that eat every meal out Mm -hmm. they eat lunch out they eat breakfast Mm -hmm. out they eat dinner out and and you go to their refrigerator and open the refrigerator door and it's Mm -hmm. got styrofoam boxes in there you know there's no no food in it
1: yeah and you know a lot of times especially when you're older if you're by yourself it is easier to eat out and i i completely get that but take a little pride. you know i just think take take a little time for yourself because you know you, one of quality of life is is like you said you know you don't want to end up in cardiac rehab because you had open no. heart surgery no, you so don't. you know you have to look, look for your reason why um,
0: so what are some things uh, Cheryl, that we can do at home what are some of those healthy choices that we need to be eating more of right so home.
1: of course as a dietitian I'm gonna push those fruits and vegetables sure so those are some things and you know what it takes three seconds to peel a banana right so you know always look am I trying am I getting those fruits and vegetables the recommendation for is a minimum of five a day meaning to total so but you think it you think all oh, that doesn't sound like that much or maybe it does to some people I don't know but um, it doesn't take a lot of effort I can do a fruit at every meal and I can do a small salad with lunch and I can do some green beans with with dinner so you know it takes a little effort to do that but um, you know look for your leaner meats remember that your loin and round are your leaner cuts if you're doing pork and beef if you're doing beef try to do 90 10 if you're doing the ground beef the, the ground meat version um, Chicken breast, obviously, is going to be fine. The leaner, the the faster faster the animal, the leaner the meat. So, you know, if you do any deer, um, those types of things, those are, it's a lean cut of meat. So, absolutely, that's a good choice. Um turkey and those types of things and if you're doing like deli meats and things like that do try to go to the deli at least you're not getting all the sodium that you get in those packaged things that are in the back of the store because the way they sit on the shelf for three or four months is because they're loaded in sodium you know be careful with all those processed the closer the way god made it the better you're going to be whenever you start looking at um, pastrami and salami and pepperoni and bacons and sausages you know it's processed a lot so much that there's you know a lot of fillers a lot of sodium a lot of fat you know all that stuff goes into making that stuff so you know be careful with your processed the more processed that it is you know the further you're getting away from something super you that's going to have nutrition
0: and they get you in. Canned vegetables mm-hmm. a lot of times too. You say, "Well, it's a can of green beans got to be good," but then you look at the sodium right. content, and it's crazy.
1: Right. So, th- at, at the very least, rinse those off before you cook them or warm them, and then they do do those in low sodium. Listen, I'm not against canned vegetables or canned fruit at all. I just say pay attention to the sodium. You can buy the low sodium versions. They're not typically any different chain in in cost wise. Um, but rinse them off if you got the real stuff. By no means go home and throw everything out of your pantry. Use what you got and then try to replace it with the low-sodium versions. Rinse it off. Frozen is always a good option. You know, so look for those frozen vegetables as another option to fresh. Because as, as we get into the winter, a lot of that stuff, the fresh produce goes up. So, you know, budget-wise, you know, all of us have to think about our money, especially right now. And and so, you know, frozen is always another option.
0: Okay. And uh, I hadn't really thought about washing them off, uh, so that that helps. Mm -hmm. Just put them in a strainer of some sort and just wash them Mm -hmm. off. That's that's good advice. Um, Are there any (coughs) fruits that are better than others better for well, you than others The that,
1: darker you know the more color that it has the more nutritional value it's going to have and they all we always encourage you to eat from the rainbow meaning you know fine you do the orange then you do the blueberries you do the raspberries and then you're looking at that different colors the, because they all provide different nutrients so you know it, bananas are fine apples are fine but you know add some variety to that try mango you know Fine, do your, your salad. Maybe you do some spring mix or some spinach instead of just iceberg lettuce that has a little more nutritional value. So the, you're looking for color.
0: Okay. And avocados, they tend to have a lot of fat in them, but you say that's a good fat.
1: Yeah, so there's a different kinds <laughs> of fats, yeah. So whenever you're looking at heart health especially, you know, those plant-based fats are typically better for you. The exception is those palm and coconut oil. So well, a lot of people think that they're better for you. Remember they are saturated. One thing to way to think about it is solid at room temperature. If I melt it and pour it down a drain, if it will clog my drain, it will clog my arteries. Oh, so okay. you know, so when you buy coconut oil, you'll see it's solid. So you know, be be leery of that kind of stuff. But when you're looking at nuts, at peanut butter, at avocados, at olive oil, you know, yes, those have a lot of fat in them, but those are heart healthy fats, they're plant sources.
0: Now, if you get uh, uh, nuts like peanuts mm-hmm. or cashews mm-hmm. or pistachios like mm-hmm. pistachios, I've been buying the unsalted variety. Yes. Is that, is that a good idea? I would
1: highly recommend that, yes.
0: And they'll, you know, i tell you, some of these food manufacturers are sneaky. I, I think I might have shared this with you before, but every once in a while I like a few potato chips mm-hmm. with a sandwich or something. And, of course, you can't eat them. They have too much salt in them. So I told my wife, I said, give me some of those low-sodium mm-hmm. chips." And they had about half the sodium in it, but the serving size was about right. half the right. size. Right, and so. you have
1: to really pay attention to that, because manufacturers are very good at selling you a product, and that is their, you know, that's their goal. I have a, a two boxes of cereal I always use in class. Same manufacturer, same type of cereal, but one's a Frosted and one's a Protein. And the right. first thing they do is they change the serving size. One's one-fourth of a cup, one's three-fourths of a cup. So now it's very hard to compare which one's better which one's worse, and it comes out whenever you do the math which nobody has time to do when they're sitting in a grocery store right. um, that they're not nutritionally any better but one box is a protein version of the cereal and and frankly you're paying you know $3 more a box for two grams of cereal of protein per serving and it's just you know you it, it is it's it's kind of, it's kind of fraudulent almost in the, in what, yeah. how they how they sell stuff
0: so If I'm picking a cereal, and Mm -hmm. we're not looking at brands here, Mm -hmm. I don't want you to uh, plug a brand or something, but what is a more, and almost every brand has the same varieties of cereals, so what what should we be looking for in a cereal? Okay,
1: so cereal, I just first and foremost, always be cautious because typically half a cup to three-fourths is a serving. So, right. if you're like. Not me, a big
0: bowl. No, not a Jethro Bodine <laughs> bowl. bowl. Of, no, no, no. Not a,
1: you don't, this is not the same bowl you put your popcorn in. Okay. Um, but portion has to be paid attention. If you're diabetic, I strongly suggest you stay away from cereal. Okay. But, um, you know, you're looking for whole grains, so you want it to have some fiber in it. You know, the bran flakes, the, um, you know, even things like the Cheerios or the those, those types of cereals they're at least going to have some fiber in them right but you do still have to pay attention to those serving sizes because they are um, very small and typically protein keeps you full whenever you're eating cereal you're just getting carbohydrate for the right. most part so you want to pay attention to the fact that hey yeah i ate that bowl of cereal and in two hours i'm hungry yeah you are because that's digested and gone even mm-hmm. if it's a high fiber cereal yeah. so you know oatmeal is always a good choice um, if you want want that, but always think about adding some protein to that because it'll help keep you full for a little longer.
0: Right. We I eat oatmeal almost every morning, mm-hmm. and uh, we put uh, a few uh, almonds sure. in it, or we mm-hmm. put walnuts or something like that in it. You know, to to help along a little bit. You talked about you mentioned fiber. Mm-hmm. What what are good sources of fiber?
1: So you want your whole grains. Obviously, are your are your best sources. Look whenever you're if you're purchasing bread, you want it to have two to three grams of fiber at minimum per slice. You want it to say whole grain. Remember, or whole wheat, because most bread is wheat. I know there's some gluten free breads out there that are not necessarily, right. but you know when it says wheat bread, well, so is wh- white bread is wheat bread. Right. So you want to pay attention to that it says whole grain. That's one of the things with, with your breads, your your hot dog buns, hamburger buns, your um, tortillas, things like that. Whenever you're looking for your fruits and vegetables, you know, with the fruits that you can, not the watermelon, not the cantaloupe, but eat the peel, a lot of your fibers in that. Um, you know, whole, whole grain pastas, those um, whole grain, um, cereals, like we mentioned, you know, you're, you're looking for it to have some fiber in it. You want it to be, you know, when you look at something like Apple Jacks or something like that, yeah, they taste good, but there's not a whole lot of anything to those. So you're looking for it to have some fiber in it and turn that label over and look for that, that fiber in that to, to see that there's some fiber in that.
0: And you talked about <coughs> peelings. Uh, I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. or just a crazy thing, but sometimes fade and orange... I'll eat the peel and everything. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, okay.
1: no, I, no, I don't guess there's any reason not to. But that's not, I mean, you don't have to eat the peel of an orange. Right. But you. I want you to eat the peel of the, the apple, the pear, right. the, the nectarine, the peaches, things like that. Eat the peels, you know.
0: So don't peel the apple. Don't peel the pear. No, if,
1: and you know, and I know that chewing can be an issue. You know, if you're having right. difficulty chewing, that's a we're, that's a little different. But you know, if you can eat the pill, eat the peel. So
0: yeah, somebody told me one time on breads and stuff, the more grain you could see in it, the better it was. Yeah,
1: well, and I mean, it's going to have more more fiber in it that way.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some foods that you just might as well just mark off your list if you're uh, going to be on a heart-healthy diet. Well, day.
1: and anybody that will d- talk to me will tell you I pick very hard on drinks, beverages. Okay. So uh, stay away from the, the regular sodas. If you have diabetes, and there's a big controversy over whether diet or regular, if soda is not a required, there's no nutrient to diet or regular. If you don't want to drink diet, I suggest you just don't drink soda or be very limiting. You know, sweet tea's another one. We're, you know, we love sweet tea here. You know, there's a lot of sugars and things like that that are in the, those those beverages. If you're gonna, if you're diabetic, don't drink the juice, eat the fruit. The right. only time you wanna use juice is if your blood sugar's low. Right. Um, just being careful because a lot of times we're drinking a lot of calories, and I have seen people where I have just encouraged them. Hey, let's just switch to some water. Let's just switch to something that's non-caloric for beverages, and they lose weight. Imagine that. You Imagine know, because, that. And, yeah. yeah. And you know when you drink a Coke, you know, not picking on Coke, Pepsi or whatever, but you know whenever you drink one of those, it's not going to fill you up. That's no. just it's it's truly just
0: it's just pleasure. Yes, truly
1: it's all for pleasure.
0: And, you know, the sugar that they have in, like, sweet tea or
1: mm-hmm.
0: colas, I mean, it just sucks right into your body almost immediately. Oh, yeah. Immediately. All that, well, and, you
1: know, which is why we think it's a great thing to treat low blood sugar, because it is. It goes into yeah. your bloodstream very quickly.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, well you, know, uh, you know, I drink tea, but I drink it with no sugar mm-hmm. at all, and... Um, it takes a while to acquire right. a taste for that, right. but it's just a process, right. isn't it?
1: It really is. And you know, everybody says See if it tastes good, spit it out. I just I <laughs> encourage you to think about you know, you didn't we didn't get to the point where we thought that the Snickers bar tasted better than the toast and peanut butter. You know, so you know when you're when you you get used to it, I mean my mom had us drink skim milk, and I never will forget the first time I was like, well, what is this? But now if you'd give me whole milk, I couldn't swallow right. it because it's just, it's a matter of kind of what you've gotten used to. And so when you try to make those changes, do it gradually. By no means, like I said, don't go and turn your diet upside down because when you try to make that many changes at one time, it's too hard. Right. So, you know, I say, say pick, on, pick a couple of things. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to start replacing one of those cans of soda with, some water. I'm going to start making sure I have a vegetable with my lunch and dinner. Those two things, work on those two things. Now I've got that done. Pick a couple of other things. Make it a process because, you know, diets tend to last for about, oh, two weeks, and all you lose is two weeks. So
0: Well, and you know, fad diets, and I've, I've been on uh, all carb diets. I've been on all protein right. diets. Uh, I've lost thousands of pounds yes. over the years, but when you get off the diet, you can't you can't maintain that forever, right. can
1: you? It's really hard. You know, keto's a big thing right now, and and. Um my husband, bless his heart, was a guinea pig, and he did that for me for a little while to see what happened. He ends up on cholesterol medication. Oh, no. Um, so, <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm not sure it was just the diet, but, you know, so there's, the, you, you have to remember. And then when he came off of it, of course, he gained some of his weight back almost, I mean, almost within two weeks, period. So you have to remember, you're looking for some balance. You're looking for something. Can I do this forever? And when you think that, that is also very overwhelming. So, you know, but. Am I going to be able to never eat another carb? Am I, you know, so think of that, and, and more importantly, focus on portions. I've got to pay attention to my portion sizes. You know, if I'm eating two cups of it, if I cut it to a cup and a half, it's still less than I was doing.
0: Right. I know, and getting back to that portion size business that we really kind of started mm-hmm. with here, uh, since I've had my heart attack and um, my open heart surgery i've really really been conscious of a lot of things Mm -hmm. uh, sodium and and fats and all that but portion size right you know in the past uh if there was some left in the pot i felt obligated for seconds or maybe thirds now i give myself one portion Mm -hmm. eat it and i'm done Mm -hmm. uh that's that's not the easiest thing in the world to do it isn't
1: because we're trained to you know, to, to finish, you know, my mom always said, Clean your there plate. Are, yeah, there are people in Africa that are starving. <laughs> right. you know? So, you know, that you kind of get that kind of stuck in your hand. You don't, we don't want to be wasteful. Cook less. I mean, yeah. that's one real easy way to, to do that. I always, if there are foods that are trigger foods for you, like I love chocolate. If there's chocolate in my house, it's going to call my name until it's all gone. Until it's gone. So, right. you know, I've learned by, one if i want it i have to go get it and i might run to speedway or to sheets or wherever and get a zero bar because those are the best oh yeah and they are. you know all we. <laughs> Leave with it. I've eaten one instead of having that six-pack in my house that's going to be like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's there's another another one. one. I should eat that before it goes
0: bad. Right.
1: So, you know, a lot of times if there are things like that, just don't have them in your house. Use them as treats because, mark my words, once I get home, the chances that I'm going back out (laughs) to get that, isn't that great?
0: Isn't that great?
1: you know, so so paying attention. You know, um, one of my patients had a great idea, you know, for ice cream sandwiches. She does a graham cracker and she does some low-fat Cool Whip in between it, you freeze those. And when I did that this weekend, it was, they were, they're great.
0: i tried so, I tried one of your Pazelle suggestions. Uh-huh, yes, so I'm we a went over to, person. We got a uh, little pack, my wife picked up packs of those Pizels, and I put a little bit of, took two of them, put a little bit of Cool Whip. Now mm-hmm. you look at it; there's hardly anything right. there and it's a nice treat. Right, right. It really and it's is. a
1: treat. That's what you got to remember. You don't eat the whole package. Right. It's meant to be a treat. Right. So.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And how about How about children? Uh, You know, probably getting children into proper eating habits, got to start them really early. Right. Well, I
1: mean, you witness it. I mean, what am I seeing my parents see? You know, if if my daughter will tell you with pizza, we always have chips and dip, where did she learn that? Because that's what I think goes together. It doesn't. I know most people are going to argue that, but you know, so when we order a pizza, which is not real, real often because that's just not a big thing at our house and she'll say we're we going to stop and get chips and dip you know because that's kind of so they learn what we teach them so you know you introduce them to those things and that might mean you have to set some hard examples take a look at yourself and right. and see what am I doing you know but if you're giving your kids pop tarts for breakfast and things like that yeah that's what they're going to th- think is breakfast they, when they get older right. you know so so you're, we really have to do better for for our next generation Right. And they got to get out from un- from that TV and those iPads and oh, the phones and get stuff get out and, and do so. move. Yeah, move. Yeah.
0: Well, we're about out of time here, Cheryl. Well, it's been a pleasure, but I'm gonna give you a parting shot. What? Okay. What? What? If you could give one piece of advice, or if you could give you know one word of encouragement, or whatever it would be to folks who, uh, and a lot of my audience are baby boomers, sure. old, old guys mm-hmm. and, and gals like me, Uh word of advice to the baby boomers. What would you tell us?
1: Cook at home. Try to cook at home, even if, it, if it's not something that you're doing on the regular basis. Make a couple of days, this is where I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do, make a plan. Make, a, make sure you have that food there because if you don't have it there, it's a the whole lot easier to, instead of going to Kroger and going and buying that stuff, it's a whole lot easier to run through that fast food joint and get it. Try to cook at home, watch your portions. And I, they always make fun of me, but I, my thought is, is, and I read it in a book somewhere, would I eat an apple? You know, when you find yourself just nitpicking, would I eat an apple? If the answer is no, you're probably not hungry. You're just bored. Right. Find something to do.
0: Okay. Well, it's been great being with you today. Thank you so much for your time and uh, for this information. and. Uh, I appreciate all the help you've given me and all the other people that, you, that you've worked with. Well, I'm thank you for being on our Glad project. to be
1: part of it. Thank you for, for the praises.
0: Thank you. Well, the time sure flew by there in our interview with Cheryl, and I guess that's all the time we have for today. And I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Cheryl Rittinger, our dietitian. I want you to join us next week as we interview Cindy Gibson, who works uh, with us in cardiac rehab, and she's kind of an exercise guru. And uh, she's going to talk about some common sense exercises we can add to this heart-healthy diet to promote a healthier lifestyle. Like I say, hope you'll join us next week. But until then, have a great week. And may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye.